The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Work it, make it, do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Now, 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 that, that don't kill me, can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now, cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now, cause I can't get much longer. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on ya. Yes, I've been waiting all week, as you know I always do. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, and I am so happy that I am not in the Midwestern part of the country where they've already had snow, and I'm still wearing shorts. Uh, man, it's a beautiful day in the valley, and I am happy to be talking about the National Football League before I do that. Shout out. You know, I spent quite a few years in the city of brotherly love. Shout out to the Phillies getting it done. Yes, going into Denver and and getting it done. It's hard for me to show any love for Denver. I'm going to show a little bit of love, surprisingly. If you're listening to my show, you know that I I did say to the Denver Broncos, and, and shout out to homeboy Josh McDaniels had a surprise. And it came true, but uh, the Phillies getting it done. Keep doing it. Uh. You know, do it two times. You know, you can you can get it done. Just go ahead and finish the job, win the World Series, and, and I'll feel good about that. Uh, I know some things that I don't feel good about, and I'm not in a rush to do. But I'm going to rush and do this and say, no rush. <laughs> Limbaugh, no, give it up. We, we No, not in the National Football League. Listen, there are some things that history does not need to repeat itself. There are children in the United States of America and across the world that don't need to repeat some of the things that their parents and their grandparents experienced. All experiences are not good experiences. Russell Limbaugh, the experience of which you have had in your lifetime and the way that you've treated people and things that you've said about people. In particular, I'm just going to stand on one thing, that the NFL needs a black quarterback to perform well and that Donovan McNabb statement that you made a couple years ago, I, I didn't like that then. I let it go. But I think I got a mic today, and I'm going to say something about that. The NFL did not need for Donovan McNabb to do well just because he was a black quarterback. The NFL needs for every single player to step on the field to do the best they possibly can as an employee of the National Football League. They've gone beyond that, and they've asked us to be us current and former players as a former player to be a model citizen and to embrace their shield and to make people feel welcome regardless of what their color is, what their nationality is, and to be a part of the National Football League. Today, man, we're trying to move beyond those things that happened years ago. I'm a product of the 60s. I remember some of those ugly days. I remember some of those ugly people. And I certainly don't want my kids or my, my grandchildren who aren't even here on this earth yet, who may come one day. And I may not be here, but I don't want them to experience the ugly past 
of the United States of America. We remember it. I know it well. But certainly not in the National Football League. Nah. So we're not in a rush to have you become a part of the National Football League. And I can say that we, because I am still, if you've been a part of the National Football League, you remain to be a part of the National Football League. So let me rush out of that and get into some football. And I'm, listen, I, I said there were going to be some good football games because there had been good football games all year long. And for the life of me, I don't know why there's still some teams out there that haven't won football games. You know, that's a little embarrassing. We're going into the sixth game of, of the National Football League, and some teams have not. And I, and I don't know how in the world the Washington Redskins are going to mathematically somehow. I don't, it probably is not even possible that this could ever happen again, that they would consistently play a team that hasn't won a game again and get a chance to beat another team that hasn't won a game. It started off with the Washington Redskins. Of course, everybody was undefeated at the beginning of the season. But uh, since then, they've uh, had the luck of the draw on their side. Uh, probably the softest schedule in history based upon the, the current records because we, of course, had no idea that the uh, the teams would be doing uh, as bad as they have been. But I, I, I picked some games last week. And um, I guess of all the games that I picked, I picked my top five games last week. There was only one real disappointing game, and that was uh, the Indianapolis Colts and, and, and the Tennessee Titans. And uh, I have and I, I have a high regard for Jeff Fisher. Uh, Jeff is you know somebody I played against back in the day. Jeff was my co- Jeff was the first coach that cut me. <laughs> you know he was my secondary coach at uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, but And I have a high regard for the man. He knows his football, and he was a good football player, too. But uh, I've, I've said that Jeff has, under the radar, Jeff has to go. You know, for some reason or another, I don't know what it is, but uh, uh, Jeff is uh, not, he can't get his team going. And that is so unlike Jeff Fisher to not be able to get a football team uh, excited about playing football. You know, his teams are usually very exciting. Uh, very motivated. He's got a problem with the quarterbacks. Uh, now he's going. He's going back to uh, to young, and and we'll see uh, what happens. If Vince is is ready to play football. You know, it's a it's it's a sad time uh, in Tennessee. I mean, you know, with the offseason tragedy that happened, uh, we thought that perhaps maybe I thought that perhaps maybe Tennessee might go in and do some things. But I've had Jeff under the radar because you know, again, he's been there for so long. And uh, just hate to see that team perform the way they are, but they, they are not getting it done. Cincinnati and Baltimore, that was a hell of a football game. The Cincinnati Bengals are for real. I've said that, you know, I did not really think that they could beat up on Ray Ray now. But I'll tell you, Ucho Seiko, I, you, 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 man, listen, I appreciate the courage that you showed when you got up off the ground. I mean, that was that was natural instinct. If somebody hits you like that, you want to hit them back. There's many times in my life that I've always said to people, there is no place in the world where you could hit a person the way you can on the football field. You know, most of the time in boxing, when you hit a person, he's right in front of you. So the fact that he perhaps maybe wasn't prepared to receive that punch, he or she, because women are boxing now, that was that individual's fault. But I will certainly say this. In football, there's times when people can be blindsided. 
And, you know, and, and I guess that that's the, perhaps maybe the reason why they've come up with this rule where you can't hit a player where he's unprotected. But that is taking too much away from the game. I just talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You know, woo, damn. You know, woo, damn. Yeah, that's what you saw when Ray Ray hit Ucho Cinco. Man, we pay for that. If you're going to take that away from the ticket holder, what are you replacing that with? I mean, and, and Ray just, that's what he's been taught to do. He couldn't believe that. Just like, you know, a couple of weeks before that, they complained about the, the, the whiff of Tom Brady's knee. You know, the, the, the defensive player is truly being put at a disadvantage. You know, part of being a, a defensive player is you don't always have to, to make plays, but what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to get inside of the offensive player's mind, and you want them to be thinking about what could happen. And you need to lay a hit like that every now and then so that they won't try to catch every ball. I think the fans like that, and I know we're trying to protect players. We 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 want to protect, but they're not doing anything really. I know there's uh, this rule, I guess, about the crackback block, but there's not that many crackbacks that's happening in the game the way they really set up, you know, because receivers don't want to go in and hit anybody anyway. So, uh, but that's that hit on Ucho Cinco. Okay, now I'll tell you what's going to happen. Now that. A lot of people think Ray may end up getting fined because I haven't heard of the fines come down yet. I know he was penalized. You can't tell me that won't end up in some of the NFL's greatest hits. You can't. It's already over, all over YouTube. You, 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 so, so come on. The thing that you're going to penalize a person for, you're probably going to find him for. You're going to use that to help market your game because that's what your, your game is a very violent game. So shout out to Ray Ray. Woo hoo. Yeah, you know what that means. I appreciate that. that. That's some old school hitting going on there. I like that. Atlanta, San Francisco, okay. That was probably, I take that back. I said I said that perhaps maybe Indiana, well, yeah, that was the most disappointing game. But the second most disappointing game had to be the Falcons. The Falcons did a great job, but the 49ers didn't show up. They didn't show up. And that just is not, that's not what we expect out of a Mike Singletary team. And, Mike, we can't have it. We can't play with it. We can't watch it. You mess up the ratings. We'll change the channel. You got to get your boys ready. Now, I don't know if Alan Russell was the guy to go. I, you know, I might have found somebody else on my team to let go. Instead of, you know, probably I think he may be historically, statistically, the second or the third, at least number four. I, I think Alan may be number two. And punt returns all time in the NFL, two or three, something. You know, he's in the top five. I might have found somebody else that I might want to let go. I might have kept Allen because you, you're going gonna to need some big plays. But San Francisco, Mike Singletary, Mike, I know you, you're real mad because that was not a Mike Singletary team that showed up. And Dre Bly, come on. I, I know what you were thinking, Dre, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit in the second half of the show. Because I got an, another young man out there. It's a DB. DRC. Who did his thing. And, you know, showboated a little bit. But we'll talk about that a little bit. But, Dre, you, you come on, man. You, you had too far to go. There's a whole lot of people out there got a whole lot of speed nowadays. And, you, you man, you should have measured that a little bit more. 
before you start, you know, high-stepping and, you know, prime-timing it. It wasn't the time quite yet. So that game was very disappointed, too. But there were some good games out there, and I'm going to talk about them for sure. And I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about Josh. I got it. I got to get, listen, I called it out. So if I called it out, you need to listen to me. There's a, quite a few games that I, that I pick. If you're a betting person, you might want to listen to what I have to say. I'm not a betting man. I wouldn't bet my, I wouldn't bet anything on an NFL game. Because that any given Sunday is true. Keep your money in your pocket. And keep your time that you got left. For this hour, come back and listen to me. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back after this break. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. Of course, I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. 
shout out to my man Lemont Williams. Lemont uh, made things happen here in Arizona as I was uh, at the game this weekend covering the Arizona Cardinals and Houston Texans. Uh, I want to thank Lemont Williams outside the huddle uh, for making those things happen. Uh, let me go back and, and I want to finish talking a little bit about, you know, some of those games this past weekend that I talked about uh, the previous week to tell you they were going to be good and you should watch them. Uh, perhaps maybe you were disappointed in maybe two of which I suggested out of my five, which is, uh, you know, not really bad, but uh, they should have showed up. Atlanta, San Francisco, of course, San Francisco did not show up and Tennessee against Indiana uh, didn't show up. But uh, like I said, Ray Ray, just that hit was worth the price of the ticket. So I thank you for that, man. So let me talk a little bit about uh, a couple other games uh, that were uh, very good games. And, of course, that was uh, uh, Denver, you know, Denver and, and, and New England. And, you know, I, I go, going into that game, I told you there were a, a number of things of which made me feel extremely confident uh, about the outcome of the game. And one of those things that made me feel so confident was uh, the guy at the top, Josh McDaniels. And and Josh, going into that game, there was just a level of confidence of which he, he had. And, and a lot of times, you know, people have to understand that it's important for us to respect those who have taught us uh, the things of which we've learned from them. You know, we were in their in their presence. Um, They are our mentors. Uh, But one thing about a mentor, I think a mentor always wants to produce an offspring that's better than than he was or she was. You want the person, you want to leave a legacy, and you want to create an offspring of individuals that are top performers and that achieve things at a greater level than you did. And so it was probably early, too early for that to happen right away. I'm sure that if it would have been years down the road or games down the road, then perhaps maybe it would have been easier for Belichick to accept. Uh, but, you know, so early, wow, that was probably harder for him uh, to accept. So it was probably as hard for him to accept the fact that Josh beat him. Uh you know, compare that to the celebration of which uh, Josh exhibited there on the field as he was over, you know, overcome with emotion. And he just he just let it out. I mean, he's a young man. He's 30 something, 33 years old, I believe, 32, 33. And he is still, you know, full of passion, full of emotion. And he let it go. And uh, he, he should have let it go. I mean, his team, they put a lot of time into that game. Uh, there was a lot more riding on that. It wasn't just one game. Of course, he wants to be politically correct and say the right thing that it was only one game. But it was who the team was. And it wasn't just, I don't care. See, he could have had anybody on that team. And they would have been prepared to play. But the fact that it was him, and of course it was, you know, the guru. You know, of course, I'm probably a Hall of Fame coach. There's no doubt about it. Uh, so, you know, going up against a Hall of Fame coach, somebody who's taught you everything, yeah, you want that. That's really what the story was all about. It was about Belichick and McDaniels. It wasn't about the the, play, the players had to make it happen. But the, that big story was about those two guys. It wasn't about Tom Brady. It wasn't about Randy Moss. It was about Belichick and McDaniels. And so now we'll, we'll see what Josh can do going forward. 
You know, it's, uh, you know, to start off a season, you know, 5-0, and that's great. Uh, that's very good. You know, teams, the majority of teams that start off 5-0 and probably end up in the playoffs. He doesn't have to win that many more games. I mean, he probably can get into the playoffs, uh, you know, four more wins, and he's probably in the playoffs. You know, and uh, he's, he's, so he'll probably end up in the playoffs. So I, I was happy to see that happen. And it was a good football game. Very, very good football game. You know, Brandon Marshall continues to show me that he is, you know, one of the best receivers in the game. And, and yesterday I was, I was a guest on, on a show here on Voice America Sports. And uh, that's the Coach's Corner with uh, Coach Scott Lovely. Congratulations to him on his first show. Uh, but one thing I said to him is, you know, as I was watching the National Football League, and I've had this question before, but I don't know why I never revealed the answer because I've known the answer because the answer revealed itself years ago. And I'm saying a couple, perhaps maybe a couple decades ago. And that is, when did the skilled positions, when did they grow? When did they become these huge, you know, images of Greek goddess playing wide receiver? When did that start to happen? Because at some point in time, those people used to be linebackers. I remember when I played for the Cleveland Browns and, and Chip Banks was a linebacker. I couldn't believe he was a linebacker. As, as big as he was... And his waist size was the same as mine. I, Chip was probably 6'4", maybe 6'5", you know, and he was a linebacker. You know, probably had like a, mm, maybe a 34, probably bought his pants size at 34 waist, probably fall off of him. But Chip was cut and could play, was skilled, could play ball. You know, and then, but I, rem, I also remember, and I'm, I'm going to go back and I'm going to tell you this. Everybody knows, you, you can call them, some people call them bullets, some people call them gunners, whatever. They are the people that when it is a punt, it's time to punt. And you spread your skill position player out. Sometimes they're wide receivers, sometimes they're running backs, sometimes they're DBs to go down and cover the punt. Well, I have to tell you this. When I was covering those people, trying to stop those people from going down there, a linebacker. Lawrence Taylor started this stuff years ago. The man was so fast and so skilled, they're like, well, we need somebody to cover the punt. We're going to put Lawrence out there. And I guess Lawrence Taylor probably could have played any position that he really wanted to if he could catch. If you, you got to, that's one thing about, it. you know, if you're going to play wide receiver, you got to be able to catch the ball. But I'm telling you right now, when you're looking at all the skill position, the linebackers, the linebackers are getting, and defensive line, they're getting smaller. But the wide receiver position, th these are men that are, they are linebackers on the offensive side of the ball. They just moved and said, no, we're not. I know you would like to play linebacker, but we're going to move you to wide receiver. Andre Johnson is a linebacker. They know when it was. Larry Fitzgerald is a linebacker. Come on, man. Brandon Marshall, that's a linebacker. The linebackers are playing wide receiver. They just got wide receiver numbers on, and I think that's unfair. Because the defensive backs are now at such a disadvantage, such a disadvantage. And you got these huge men. I mean, uh, huge men. And then I, because I've been very critical about DBs tackling. And I wonder why DBs don't tackle the way they used to tackle. Wow. You, you got to look at what they're tackling. <laughs> I got to give Prime a little credit on this. But I don't give him a whole lot of credit on everything that he says because sometimes, you know, he, he gets the guys a little bit confused because Prime has been, he, he's a businessman, as he says. 
And he's, he, he said that, that somebody made a business decision not to make a tackle because the receiver was pretty big. A little bit of, you know, Ricky Waters in there for who for what. So I guess DBs now are making business decisions on the football field about tackling. Because Herman Edwards told me years ago, I guess, again, maybe I'm a slow learner. Herman Edwards told me a long time ago, homeboy, you ain't going to last too long running up in there like that. You, 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 you're, you can't do that. That's, again, quote Herman Edwards. Homeboy, you ain't going to last too long running up in there like that. Prime time, Sunday, guy made a business decision. Can't go up in there. Can't make that tackle. Can't do that. <laughs> so, but that's got to stop. That's got to change. You know, defensive backs got to make tackles. These wide receivers break their size down. If they six, if they over six three, you don't let them be wide receivers anymore. That's just unfair because you're not letting the DBs. DBs have no advantages at all. DBs are at a total disadvantage when it comes. That's why the game is so exciting. That's why I told you guys it's gonna be seven on seven pretty soon. But anyway. Let me move on. I'm sorry I got into a rant, but I'm going to get back on that on the other side because I'm going to talk about my man DRC. I appreciate them. Man, I appreciate them corners when they do what they're supposed to do, what they get paid to do. Last night, young man Ted Ginn Jr. did what he's supposed to do. Took him deep, real deep. Miami. Miami looked good last night. The Jets, well, okay. That was not a Jet defense, but that's okay. You got to give Miami some credit. Miami did what they had to do. I think it was like five lead changes in that game. That's giving the fans their money's worth. You know, uh, you got a young man playing quarterback, probably his second start. You know, a Michigan guy. I don't even want to call him by his name. He's just a Michigan guy. And he threw the ball to a, a young man, a sprinter from the Ohio State University. Now, that one thing about it, now, Ted, again, when you give him an opportunity to catch the ball, there's certain routes you're going to throw to Ted again. He's going to catch deep balls. He ain't going to drop those deep balls. And, you know, depending upon, you know, where he's running his route out in the middle of the field, perhaps you might get something. But you got, when you got a threat like that, you got to stretch the field. You got to let him, you got to just throw it down there a couple times just to loosen that defense up. And then he can run that comeback for you. And then he might better run that dig route in that six. But uh, Miami Dolphins, wow, I don't care if it's Wildcat. I don't, if it's football, right now you need to look at the Miami Dolphins and see what they're doing. They can say that that Wildcat thing might not work for some people. But listen, when I was at the game on Sunday in the press box and, and they handed out, uh, you know, uh, they, you know, they give you the material, you know, stat by stat, play by play. You know what they call Wildcat when Benny lined up in it? Shotgun. That's all it is. It's Shotgun. You know, back in the day when the Redskins and the Cowboys was moving men around, Swamp, shout out to Swamp, Mary, and Cam. We used to say, listen, when it's all said and done, they're going to line up in a formation. Whatever that formation is, it's going to be pro, it's going to be brown, it's going to be red, it's going to be ace. That's all it is. Shotgun. Forget Wildcat because everybody else got a name for it. It is Shotgun. That's all. Listen, on the other side, we're going to come back. I'm going to let you hear what DRC Dominic Rogers Camardi had to say about playing cornerback in the National Football League for the Arizona Cardinals. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back after this break.
fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Corner by yourself, man. Yeah. Many times people feel as if you know you're on the island by yourself, you yeah. have a lot of confidence. Oh, yes, sir. So, playing today, I mean, I'm sure you were looking to make a play today. Oh, yes, sir. You know, uh, when they when you give, give you that freedom as a corner man to tell you, you got that side by yourself and you line up, you got that by yourself, man. And they only could do two things, they can make it or break it. You only can make plays and you can get plays up, you know. And uh, me, I go out there with all the confidence, you know, no matter who you line up out there, you know, I know this ain't a feeling you're gonna get beat sometimes, but but I'm a competitor. And, you got to beat him, or you can try. That's Dominic Rogers Camardi, cornerback for, of course, the Arizona Cardinals, who had a pick six this weekend, you know, at a time where it was so crucial. And there were a lot of people who were, who were complaining about the fact now, you know, unlike Dre Bly, uh, he got his pick six and he scored. You know, he gave up the prime time like he should have uh, because, listen, it is it is so hard to play the position of corner in the National Football League. The young man explained it. You can only do it. There's only one of two things that can happen. Either you can make the play or they make the play. Either you, you, you make it or you don't. That's all that can happen. There's only two things out there. One of them, if you're on the defensive side of the ball, is good for you. And it could be bad for the offense. But there are so many times, and, and this I, I want to bring this up because there are so many people that are complaining uh, 
here in Arizona. Uh, not, you know, and, and a lot of them are people who are on the air, who have a microphone like I do, and who have a chance to voice their opinion and what they feel about Dominic Rogers Camardi and his uh, passion for the game, of which a lot of them feel is, is just a whole lot of showboating. But I guess they forget what happens to corners in the National Football League. Listen, they've had a display of their throats being slashed. They've had a display of being shot. They've been dunked on, uh, pulled their pants down on. I mean, listen, why receivers have been entertaining America and the world at the expense of DBs since football started, well, not since it started, since Billy White Shoes Johnson started to show a display of I just beat you. You just got punked on the football field. And so for Dominic Rogers Camardi to, to do his thing, I'm, I'm happy for the young man. Because how many times does he get a chance to take it to the house? I mean, you won't get a chance to take it to the house, and that's the only time you should display that type of uh, display, put on that kind of display, that, that, that show of, wow, I got you back. Um, you know, we got you back. The team got you back. Because the team celebrates in that. You know, it's, it's what the team does. And one person gets, to, you know, they get to enjoy it. You know, the fun bunch used to get together. It's Listen, don't take the joy out of football. You're going to see that on somebody's highlight film. So I always say when it comes to sports, that athletes are some of the most creative people in the world. The people in the marketing department couldn't put this stuff together in order for them to use to go out to market their game to the world. They couldn't dream of telling somebody, okay, intercept the ball, and then when you're going downfield, why don't you start high-stepping like you, you know, a drum major? Oh, they couldn't think of that. So that is that kind of stuff is good. It's not bad for football. It's good for football. And throughout the year, okay, this is Dominic Rodgers. This is DRC. This is maybe his second year in the league. How many times is he going to get a chance to do that in a season? If he has... Let's say he gets mm, seven interceptions, and that's a lot. How many of them are he going to take to the house? And on just the opposite side of that, how many times is he going to get beat for a touchdown? Now, we hope we don't. he doesn't get beat for seven, but he's got beat for a couple of them already. Do you think there was a celebration on the offensive side of the ball when they beat him? Yeah, there damn sure was. So, hey, I'm happy for the young man. Continue to play ball like you play ball. And continue to enjoy and have fun because the fans enjoy that. The fans really do enjoy that. And if listen, you you wouldn't do that if somebody scored on you. No, the only time you get to do that is when you make a big play. And his teammates were happy. Nobody's his teammate in the film is thought, oh, man, you know, he's a little too cocky, a little bit too arrogant. No, that's only the other people. And listen, hometown media, you know, embrace your team. Don't. Don't, you know, be the enemy of your own. You know, it's enough hostile media other places. You should embrace your, your, your team and uh, your players. So I, I want to, you know, shout out to DRC. You keep doing it because when you're out there on that corner, that's one thing about playing corner in the National Football League and in college and in high school. It is, it is a, a position where you can't hide. You make a mistake, everybody knows it was your man. You miss a tackle, everybody sees you miss a tackle. If you make a play, everybody sees the fact that you made that play. But it is, it, you know, you can't hide a corner. You're out there all by, way out there. They run, you know, way over here to cover that wide receiver who's called a wide receiver. 
wide receiver, way out there, so nobody else can give you any help. And that's one position, like he says, when you get the freedom to be a corner that a team trusts, that they can say to you, hey, you got this. Prime time, everybody remembers Deion. Deion didn't even go to the huddle. You know, for what? I know, just send somebody out here. I don't care who you send out here. Send somebody out here. I got this. And DRC, you, you, you keep that confidence, young man. You continue to shut him down and play football the way you play in football. You guys have had some problems, but you're getting better. And, and plays like that will prevent them from coming your way. So uh, just want to give him a little prop that he deserves. He deserves his props. Uh, you mind with that break? Ted again, Jr. You Ted, hey, get the people off your back. Everybody expecting you to make plays, too. And so uh, you, you make them plays. True luck, where you at, man? Shout out, true luck. Holler at me, man. I want to talk to you a little bit about your Arizona Cardinals because that, w- that was a hell of a game. I'm going to tell you what, in the first half, as I sat and watched Kurt Warner, I think he threw three incomplete passes. He may have thrown as many as 23 passes, and three of those passes were incomplete. That was a game. 23 passes is enough for a game. In fact, they were up 21 zip. So I thought the game perhaps maybe could have been over with. He might have did Eli, not even finished the game out. But Kurt Warner, there, is, there are times where you look at this man and you're thinking, wow, can anybody stop? The only person that can stop him is, is himself. Is if he does it, and that's one thing about playing the position of quarterback in the National Football League. It's about accuracy and timing. You have to get that ball out of your hands, and you have to get it out very fast because the defensive backs are very quick, and they can plant and cut and break and take it back like DRC did. Before you know it, they're going the other way. So Kurt wanted to throw 23 passes, and 20 of them be on the money. That was a, that was a great half. That was one of the best halves I've seen in the National Football league in terms of uh the display of the quarterback's talent and ability and and some of those you know uh kurt made him happen with his feet you know move around the pocket a little bit but kurt wanted let, let him stay healthy and the arizona cardinals is still they are not a team to be given up on now i don't think anybody's given up on the arizona cardinals and and if you have that that's 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 premature especially when when you see uh you know the 49ers play the way they play you know, there's just there's there's no way you should even consider uh, giving up on them like that. But but certainly the Arizona Cardinals is is not a team to be given up on. And the Houston Texans now, I I think the Texans they when you got the ball on on the goal line, wow that that is that takes me back. And I remember when the Philadelphia Eagles we had the ball on the goal line, and and it's first and goal. You expect. To, to come on, you gotta get a touchdown. Now I will say, like everybody else's, Andre Johnson's not a game. You don't throw the ball to Andre one time. You got a beast for a wide receiver, and you don't throw in the ball at least one time. You know, either a quick slant or alley oop, something. You got to try to get that ball. You got to give him at least one chance to get the ball into the end zone. But uh, you know, offensive linemen. You know, the Arizona Cardinals at the end of the game, that defensive line. You got to give them, you got to give them credit. I always talk about that mono-on-mono football. You know, that's the kind of football that NFL players, sometime within a game, we want that to happen. We want it to happen, whereas, okay, it's going to be brute strength against brute strength. 
and even a DB against a wide receiver down in the red zone, you know, okay, it's, it's brute talent and strength against brute talent and strength. Let's, let's, let's see what you got. You know, not all these gimmicks and all that. Let's play football. Here we are right here. I know what you're going to try to do something to me. I'm going to try to do something to you. Let's try to make something happen. And and that's why, you know, when people say, uh, you know, is it is it the offense or is it the defense? It's football. Both teams, both sides of the ball have to make plays. Special teams have to make plays. I think the Houston Texans, they came on their first drive. I can see Arizona Cardinals. First drive of the second half. And for some reason or another, they had the ball uh, maybe around the 30-something, 30-plus yard line. And maybe, yeah, around that area. And they decided they wanted to go for it. I thought they should have kicked the field goal. Points on the board. You, 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 you can, whenever you can get points on the board, you, can't, you just get out of the locker room. You know, get a little bit, a little bit. You know, this is, this is, a, this is a journey. Football, is, sometimes some microwave things happen on the football field like Ted again, Jr., but this is a journey. So let's, let's, let's chop at this lead. They got 21 points, so we'll take three. That's okay, you know, because that might have been three points at the end of the game, you know, might have helped you. you. You never know. But you, you, you did that. You made that. I thought, again, you should have kicked the field goal. At the end of the game, you should have tried Andre Johnson. But the, but the Houston Texans, that was a good football game. I, you know, the Arizona Cardinals just come off a loss where they look real bad against the Colts. Houston Texans come in. They play a good football game. Houston Texans, that, now they're not a bad football team either. You know, they, they've got a couple players on that team where they can make some plays and they can make some things happen. It's, uh, you know, it's still a young franchise, you know, but, so you go a little easy on them. But they've got they they got some big name players on that team that need to start making some things happen, and I think once they start getting you know everybody making plays, then perhaps maybe you know it might be a little different because I you know Mario, you know everybody remembers you from the Reggie Bush thing. So uh, Mario he made a couple plays, made a couple sacks. I saw that, but uh, some more big plays on the defense side of the ball too. And uh, Andre's got some help over there. Andre, you know, Steve Slayton, I, I like him. Chris Brown, man, you got to get that ball in the end zone, boy. If you don't, you might be singing. <laughs> you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. My man David Anderson didn't get a chance to join me from Houston, Texas, but I want to have him on the show. Listen, I'm going to take a break, and maybe my boy True Luck might be on the other side with me. Why don't you come back? I have to. I got another segment of the show. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. 
some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports all righty we're back you listen to rail to sports on the voice america network of course i'm in phoenix living like it matters uh i don't think i've ever given credit to the tagline i give I'm, i'm gonna go ahead and give it up I'm, I'm going to give it up. I got, you know, everybody, Ray, what you talking about? You're in Phoenix living like it matters. It's not original, man. I got to give it up. It's my wife's. She came up with it. You know, I, I stole it from her. It's actually the, the, the slogan, I believe, I, if I can say slogan, but it, it's the tagline of which uh, the city of Phoenix and their sustainability programs, they had a contest and, you know, and whoever came up with the, you know, um, the best line for them to use to, to express their their concerns about the environment was what they were going to use, and she came up with it. Phoenix, living like it matters. So I left the East Coast. Now we left one P to come to another P, left Philly to come to Phoenix, and we in Phoenix living like it matters. Okay. Shout out to yeah, baby, I did it. I told him. Okay. All right. Now it's football. Football. Let me let me talk a little bit of football. You know, coming into this week. There's some games that are out there that I like, and uh, I like all football. Uh, I just I want it to be a good game. You know that. I've told you that many times. Uh, and, you know, it's the reason why I have to have good football on TV because otherwise I can't, I can't make an excuse of why the hell I'm watching a game, somebody getting beat 40 to nothing, you know. So let's play some ball, you know. So, I, I you know, teams that's getting beat real bad and embarrassing, first of all, 
you know, you're you going to lose some ratings. And then when you lose some ratings, you're going to lose some money. So y'all better play some ball. There's somebody out there that got beat real bad. I don't even want to bring I ain't going to talk about it. But I'm going to go forward. Yeah, I said ain't. You heard me. All right. Let me move forward and, and, and talk about some games this week that are going to be some good games. Now, they should be good games. I see no reason why they should not be. Uh, San Diego, you don't have a problem. Because Orange Crush is coming in, old school Orange Crush is coming into San Diego. And they're, they're just, listen, they're on a mission right now. Josh McDaniels has a mission now. He probably wants to be the youngest coach in history to win, you know, in his first season to win the most games. So, you know, he may be there now. Maybe not. But right now, you know, he's, he's headed that way. You in trouble, San Diego. You, no. Josh McDaniels going into San Diego and he's going to come out with a victory. I said it right here. Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. By the way, in case I never told you, you never heard me say it before, I'm Ray Ellis. Somebody told me, right, you, you never said that you were, this could be a network. Maybe it's not you. So, hello, everyone. This is Ray Ellis, okay? Now, let me go a little bit further. Chicago and Atlanta. Now, Chicago got to go to Atlanta. It's been raining down in Atlanta, but they got a dome down there. Atlanta is a really good football team. Dez, I know you're listening, man. Chicago is a good football team. Just go down there and make that a good game and come out with a victory because Atlanta is hot. They got good football, you know, and they just, man, they just spanked San Francisco real bad. So when you go down to Atlanta, Chicago, go down there ready to play some football and see if you can come out of there with a victory. It's going to be hard to come out of there with a victory. And, in fact, I'm not sure you can do it. So I'm, I'm going to say Atlanta's going to be able to, you know, sustain – uh, you know, a winning streak, just beat the 49ers, so uh, it'll be at least two in a row for them, okay? Now, uh, probably a third game I'm going to look at, and this is important, and this game is important for the Arizona Cardinals. This is extremely important for you and your division. Y- you have to go out there. Now, this week, DRC, I'm giving you some props, bro, but you, you're going to have to go... There's a man out there, Hushman Zada. He, 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 man, he got he got a chip on his shoulder like you. He played with a chip on his shoulder. You don't have something to prove. But I, I got my man True Luck on with me. True Luck, you there? Now, hey, I just want to say what's up, everybody. You know, I'm, I'm trying to holla at my man, Ray Ellis. Hey, this is R.K.L. True Luck. I want to introduce myself to everybody. I'm, I'm from inside the trenches. And I, I'm very, very thankful right now. I'm very grateful to be on and uh, be able to speak about our Arizona Cardinals, and, and without a doubt, let everybody know without a doubt, DRCA, you know, you, you stepped up your game. And, and, you know, I always say this, man, you know, is because the Cardinals, they, they, they look good, they looked okay, they look bad. But that's, you know, that's all within the context of the game. That's all within the, the parameters of the game. But you want the consistency to come out because defensively we looked all right. Offensively, we looked great, and then we, we went through a lull period. So, can we get out of that lull period? That's what, that's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm trying to tell everybody out there. Can we get out of that lull period? Come on, I mean, we got the Super Bowl hangover. I mean, I want to be gone because we should have dominated them. I mean, we was up and down up and down the field in the first quarter, and then all of a sudden, you know, second quarter come. I mean, we starting to stagger a little. Third quarter come. I mean, we, we just non-existent. 
Well, know? Tula, you so, know what it is, man. It, it'll it'll happen that you know you'll play against a team, and and all of a sudden you'll think the game is over, and next thing you know they can put some points on the board real fast because they got some weapons, and and that's what the Texans had. They they have some weapons on that side of the ball, but you know when it's all said and done. You'll take that W. If it's ugly, just give me that W because it could be a loss. Well, you know, but let's not let's not misunderstand this. Winning in a National Football League, that's all you that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if it's if it's ugly, it doesn't matter if it's pretty, it doesn't matter if it's a blowout. It's the fact that you got the W. So so when you up in the standings there, we got what we accomplished. We got out, you know, we, we, we accomplished what we set out to do. So there's no question among that. But the thing is, is that it's the National Football League. And you know, like I know, we study, as athletes, we study hours and hours of tape for tendencies to see if someone got a bad ankle sprain, to see if some, someone's father's daddies, mama's daddies, you know, and, and see if they had some mental problems. We study all, all the little nuances of the game to see if we can get an edge. And, and the thing is, is that's what separates us from everybody else. So they're trying to, so, so now these other teams are trying to get that edge. Because they know, they're saying, okay, well, what is the weakness of Arizona Cardinals? Well, the weakness is the offensive line played good this week, but, you know, are they going to play good the next week? They were consistent. No, they have to be consistent. Is there some inconsistency there that we can exploit? Now, we know we could double Larry Fitzgerald. Now, okay, became Anquan Bolden, you know, be the, be the Pro Bowl receiver that he is. Is Steve Breston going to come out and, and be the 1,000-yard receiver that he was last year? And, you know, uh, Stevens Howley, you know, the, the, flash, the flash bug, you know, from the preseason, run back some kickoff. Maybe he can, you know, get a spark for us. You know, is our defense, you know, going to be as consistent? You know, yes, we had the fourth quarter, you know, the, the – uh, we had the goal line stand to win the game, that's great, but we shouldn't have been in that position. Well, I agree with you. We shouldn't have been in that position. But, again, they came through. Now, I want to know when they go into uh, – they go up to, to Seattle, you think they're going to be ready for the Seahawks? I, I mean, that's the question. I mean, because the Seahawks, you know, I mean, let's, let's call it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they look pretty good. <laughs> you know, well, you I'm know, saying, but but it, it, it know, also depends uh, upon. Know, let's let's call it for what it is. I mean, they was able to completely dominate the game. So, um, so 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 my concern is is that you know, is Seattle starting to turn? The, you know, is Seattle starting to wake up and turn the corner because obviously, you know, uh, St. Louis is is still taking a little sleeping pill. You know, uh, San Francisco. You know they they was they got they got beat up. They got beat up a little bit. Actually, they didn't get beat up a little bit. They got beat up a lot. You know, the Atlanta Falcons took it to them. You know, forty-five to ten. So you have to ask. You know, did the Seahawks wake up? Well, listen, true luck, man. I, I, I you know what? I'm, I'm gonna beat up on you, man, because you know our time is out, man. If you'd have called in. Like you should have. Like I gave you a half an hour, man. Man, you could talk about this game for a long time, but <laughs> we, we we could, we could. And, and, you but know, listen, I, no, I, I'm gonna I invite you I back. You gotta come back. Everybody. I don't want to thank you for letting me on. Oh but you man, know what? you can come we back. We're gonna be consistent with this because you know, because tomorrow's another day, and also next week can happen. So hey, let's make no question about that. Well, I pre- I appreciate you joining us, man, and giving your perspective because that's what we do here on Rail of Sports. You get things from a player's perspective. 
I'm going to have to go. So you know what I have to say? I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.